When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome to the Wolf and Owl podcast, uh, episode 9 uh, This is me, the uh, the owl, Ramesh Ranganathan And uh, obviously joining me is the wolf, Tom Davis Hello mate <laughs> The wolf is in the house. Mm. Do do you think? Do I have to do that intro every time? You know what? I don't think you do. I, but I I enjoy watching you do it because I find it quite amusing that you have to do it every time. So what? Do you, how do you um, think I should start it? You, if I'm honest with you, if it was me and like, you know, you have. Well, got it, I mean, it can it can be it can be you if you want. No, no, it's better with you. Also, look. So tell everyone who's listening, for the first five episodes of this, Ramesh did wear a T-shirt that his wife brought him, which said the host with the most. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, I think you could just say, welcome to the Wolf and Hour. And I hope now after nine episodes, people know who they've got. Yeah, let's hope so. But I'm just so used to sort of being asked, you know, if if we didn't do that, I guarantee the episode would go out and people go, for the first... You get a message going, for the first half an hour, I was completely unsure as to who it was I was listening to. Very confusing. Do you ever get the um, things like, we put that picture up on Instagram this week while we both put the same picture up because we we need to fucking up our game on yeah, that no, shit because no. some people have got proper posters and shit made. But um, like someone, actually a couple of people put, um, well, Rob, it looks like you've just shaved your head, yeah, and just taking a picture of yourself talking to yourself. I saw that. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think we look that alike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside the beard, like, I mean, actually, we have got similar noses, actually, now looking at it. Oh, yeah, we have. From that, look, if I tilt yeah. my head like, there you go. It's pretty yeah. similar. And actually, our mouths are quite alike in a way. So you do, do you, so let's just clarify, do you do, you do think we look alike then? You know, what? coming into this, um, this podcast, I was like, that's a ridiculous thing to say. And now I'm mm. sitting looking at your face and we're side by side, like a mirror reflection yeah yeah i can see do you know what do you know what i think no do you know i think's happened i think you'd be watching me and you think oh he looks quite good and now you sort of aspirationally 
sort of saying that you look like me. I, think oh, I have, by the way, got that pair of glasses. I could literally, I've got a similar pair of glasses to that. I could put on and we could look really alike. Maybe we should do that on the next one, shall we? That'd be a real treat. Like dress as twins. <laughs> you should shave your head. No, I've done that before. I, do you know what? I, I'll tell you this now. Your skull shape is perfect yeah. for a bald head. My skull shape is, do you know what I've got under here? I've got an Agassiz. You know, that oh, kind really? of that kind of pregnant cranium thing. Now, listen, obviously, Andre Agassi can pull it off. He's a very good-looking guy. My looks cannot take that. I, I cannot you know what shoulder the burden of that. As a friend, I'd really like to see you do is just like one day just really gel all your hair back. Did you ever do that when you were younger? Did you <laughs> I did gel, gel hair my back? hair. I don't think I ever gelled it back. You know that sli- the proper slick back? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, when I, was, when I was probably about 13, 14, maybe... I watched uh, The Godfather, right? Uh, and uh, I was obsessed with Michael Corleone. Mm. And I just went out, you know, that really cheap fucking gel you used yeah, to get, yeah. <laughs> like, like jelly. Yeah. And I remember going to school. Why, why, why was it that that gel was like the default hair product? Just anybody, any any boy at school that yeah. used a hair product, it would all just gel. Just those those Mate. clear tubs. With like the yeah. blue or purple or whatever, and you just or like green, yeah. yeah, just slam it straight. Do you in. remember the day you found Brill Cream? Like, and you just thought, "Fucking hell, Brill Cream and Links, I've fucking made it. I'm grown now." <laughs> I remember getting so I had that, and it really set it set hard, yeah, like on my head. But I've got like a widow's peak, yeah. So really, for like, and my, I, I remember going downstairs, and my dad was like, "You're not fucking going to school like that." In my head, I was in like this knacker. Like all my school clothes were too small for me. Yeah. So, but in my head, I thought I looked like fucking like Michael Corleone. Got on a bus and everyone and everyone, no one went to me. Um, oh mate, you look like Michael Corleone from The Godfather because I was probably the only person you know who'd watched that movie. How old? How old? Time. Thirteen, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a big. It's a big ask. Yeah. For you to gel yeah. your hair and think people are going to put that put put that together with Michael Corleone. That is that's quite. You're asking people to make quite a journey. Most of the kids on the bus were like, oh, my God, you look like you you frost your hair with a pork chop. (laughs) It's actually quite good for kids of that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were some savage kids at my school who were fucking amazing. I'll tell you a horrendous story about, about, I don't know if I've told you this story before, but what, like, my mum used to experiment with, this is, by the way, I have never seen or heard of this before or since, right? Right, what my mum did, right? So my mum used to experiment with like curries and stuff like that. And obviously yeah, yeah. one of the things, one of the problems with being an Asian kid is that is that the food that your parents cook is very strong smelling. It permeates your clothes. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's a it's a problem, right? So So I'll just quickly just say by the way, yeah. my mum is very much like that. Even like so my mum's very like my dad is not as much, but he's got more like it with age. But my mum, oh. when we were kids, we were like, my mum would be cooking funky things. Like she used to send, send me into school with like a bag of chickpeas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like instead of crisps. <laughs> Once, my mum took me to go and watch Jurassic Park, right? And I was sat over at Jurassic Park and she brought with her, you know, we talk, I know we were talking about cinema snacks last week. Right? She brought with her deep fried spicy mackerel, right? That she wrapped in foil. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what the fun's like. You know, you just know what's coming. Oh, right, my. But she, midway through the film, she opened the foil, right? <laughs> it was like a fucking chemical weapon. 
right? Like the whole theatre stank of it. We're the only Asian people in that theatre. I just, I remember like being torn between the fact that I feel like we look like such stereotypical Asians, but also I really want this mackerel. Do you know what I mean? It's just How were you, like 13, 14 at the time? I must be, yeah, 13, 14. Yeah, Jurassic like, Park, yeah. Oh no, wait, you'd have been about 16 when Jerry. <laughs> 16 going to the cinema with your mum. <laughs> you thought that was the embarrassing thing, the spicy <laughs> mackerel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Rob. See you at the cinema at the weekend with your mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You joking about the spicy mackerel? No, 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 no. I see you at the cinema this weekend yeah. with your mum. I'm going to say the spicy mackerel was not even on the top five list of reasons why that was an embarrassing <laughs> trip for you, bro. Anyway, so so at school, right? So I'm used to experiment with curries and that. One day, I still can't. I still, I sort of can't believe I'm th- this. Ha- she made garlic curry, right? As in, oh, you know how you know when you get little cloves of garlic in with your lamb. Yeah, yeah. Like this thing was composed yeah. entirely of garlic, right? What just garlic? Yeah, my mum. My mum. I don't know if your parents have. My mum's got this thing where I think it might be it might be an Asian parent thing, but I think it's a mum thing generally. Where she read every week, she would read something about this thing's good for you or that thing's good for you. You should yeah, you yeah. should drink lemon water three times a day. You should rub turmeric into your gums or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like she's always got yeah, some yeah. sort of remedy thing. So my mum was very much like that. Yeah, yeah. So so this particular week, she'd read about garlic thinning your blood, and obviously garlic is good for you. I wouldn't say yeah. it's. I I don't think it's possible for the body to absorb the amount of garlic nutrients that my mum that my mum made me eat that day. It was delicious. I mean, listen, it was, you know, it was fine. She did it well. Anyway, the next day, it, I mean, it must have been fucking oozing from my pores, right? Because as soon as I got onto the school bus, <laughs> the second I got onto the school bus, the fucking entire bus started rinsing me, right? Like, just absolutely yes. destroying me. Like, oh, my God, what the, what do you smell like, man? Oh, mate, you literally just got off a banana boat. Just, like, super fucking horrendous shit, right? Uh, I sat down on the coach, absolutely devastated. The whole day at school, I was getting, like, properly... Every lesson I go into, new kids smell what I smell like. Do you know what I mean? It's just horrendous, right? I then... I, I'm sort of sat in a lesson, almost in tears, right? And my English teacher says to me, Romish, can you stay behind? So I stay behind. <laughs> I stay behind. And he goes to me, what, what, what's going on? And I tell him the story. And the whole time I'm telling him the story, I'm just thinking to myself, I stink of garlic. I mean, he, I, 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 I don't know what it was like for him. I don't know, I don't know at what point he would have gone, look, on a, Ramesh, look, that sounds really horrible. And some of those comments were clearly racist. But can I just say something? You do fucking stink. Like, like if you let me, let me, let me help you help yourself here. I would suggest if you're an Asian kid, go into a school that's predominantly white, as this one is. Try not to come in smelling like that because you're only, you're only, you're only doing yourself a disservice. Yeah? <laughs> so, how have you been, Tomo? I'm not. Do you know this week, right? I'm livid. Right, look at my tooth. Yeah. You sent me a photo of this. What 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 exactly yeah. has gone on there? So, week one of lockdown one, I break my tooth. Yeah, uh, I give it a little break. Right, it's not bad. How, how it's, did you? It's, it's, uh, I think it was popcorn. From what I remember, it was a long time ago now. And then on New Year's Eve, 
uh, just as we were saying goodbye to 2020, uh, I broke it even more. Uh, I was eating some cheese and biscuits mm. and uh, just a fucking rogue rough cracker just was in the mix mm. uh, with one of those big seeds in it. And uh, I mean, you'd know about seeds. You're like the seed king. Um, All right. You, you, know, uh, like, you know, every now and again, I get sent. Oh, t- wait, two seconds. Yeah. My ASOS uh, thing's here. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> wait there, two seconds. All right. So those of you, well, I say those of you that are listening, I'm only talking to people that are listening. Tom's excitement at hearing the door go, because his ASOS package is here. I I need to find out what it is, because he's obviously buzzing about it. He's coming back now. Um, You all right, mate? Don't you? I don't even think that was. What was it? I don't think it was. I don't think it is my ASOS. I was just saying, by the way, while you were gone, um... You're really excited about whatever it is that's coming from ASOS. What is it you've ordered? Just another tracksuit. What tracksuit you got the, the for? Small, uh, a Nike one. Nice. Uh, it's, it's like a, it's brown trousers with a sort of khaki top. Very cool. Um, um, I'll, I'll take some pictures. And so, so we were talking about uh, seeds. Seeds, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So every now and again, I get sent vegan snacks for, to try. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, I remember I got a couple of bags of like some snack thing. And I just threw them in the cupboard. And about a, a, a month later, I just opened the cupboard again to get some. And they'd like fucking sprouted in the bag. Really? Yeah. It's fucking rank. hell. What? Like, the seeds had sprouted? Yeah. Fucking hell, man. That's mad. So I had had this, this seed and it broke that tooth. Mm. Yeah. It's taken me nearly a month to get an appointment. Sure. I go in uh, to get the tooth done uh, straight away. Um, he sort of, yeah, he's a, he, he was a big fan of yours. So there was a lot of chatting about you, mm. how much he rates you as a comedian. You don't have and, to say uh, it with so much resentment, by the way. Well, no, because usually I'm like, oh, yeah, no, he's brilliant. He's really funny. But this guy's fucked my tooth because he was so interested. Now I look like a fucking hillbilly who just got back from so, Capitol so, Hill so, because so. this guy was so excited that I knew you. It's not like no, but you've seen like, him before, right? This is like, no, this is the first time. This oh, right, is, uh, okay. this, is a, this is a new guy. This is the first time we'd stepped out together okay. as dentist okay. and patient. Right. It was like, Why have you gone to so a new I, guy? Because I, I usually go in London. Oh, I see. And now, yeah. Uh, but anyway, at the end of it, I was just like, that tooth's just a little bit uh, bit bigger than the the other one, right? And he was like, yeah, it's a little bit bigger, but, you know, uh, it's temporary. So, um, yeah, it's fine. It's cool. How, like, yeah, how temporary not. is temporary? Till, I think, the 3rd of February. Okay, fine. But I was like, yeah, but it's not fixed, is it? So, so it's the same as the other one. Did you, say it with the to- like, did you say it with this tone that you're saying it to me? Well, I wasn't happy about it, but I was, I was probably I know, more annoyed bear, now yeah, because now I've ha- realised I can't eat. Yeah, but you're not happy it. about it, but also your ongoing comfort right. is is dependent on this guy wanting to yeah. help you, right? So. Well, it's also now on the fact that I, guessing by his conversation, probably listens to this podcast because he's obsessed with you. Okay, so he... Uh, so what did this <laughs> say? <laughs> so, so he says to me um, that uh, it's just, you know, it's fixed, like, for the moment and da-da-da, it's terrible. I was like, but if I took my car into a mechanics, right, and the guy went, oh, I fixed your car, and then I drove about two foot and it broke down again, and he went, well, that's fixed enough for the moment. You know, it'll be better on the 3rd of February. I was like, you haven't done your job properly. Sure. It's like literally. You I'm, can I'm, eat that, like, can't you? With the back of my mouth, but I like okay. to chew at the front as well. Sure. And also, he started having a go at my fucking underbite. Well, what's wrong with your underbite? Apparently, I bite like two on top of my teeth. Right. But I should have more of an underbite. Yeah, I mean there is no point. There like, is no point visually demonstrating it to me. This is a podcast, but go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but you've got quite a substantial underbite. Have I? Right? 
Yeah, you've got a good underbite. Your teeth are incredible, by the way. They're not. They're absolutely not. Mine have really Thank you for fucking... saying that, but go on. You know what? Like, I think the last good year of my teeth was 2020, <laughs> and no one fucking saw them, really. No. Now they're deteriorating. Well, because you can't, you can't rub every... 2020 is the worst year that a lot of people have had. You can't start lording it over them with how well your teeth no, no, is but, going. You know, like, if I'd known that this was good, like, 2019 would be their last big outing. Right. Like, I'd have probably fucking enjoyed them more. Yeah, eating more apples now, or like, something. Well, <laughs> more bored sweet. Actually, less bored sweet. Have you seen how much corn on the cob Tom's getting through? He's, just, he's, he's absolutely <laughs> loving got, life. Mate, I could, I love corn on the cob, me by the way, and I'm making it fucking incredible. I couldn't even go near one at the moment. Like, corn on the cob for me would literally like be like going into a fucking, like a punch-up. It would like it'd be like me fighting Mike Tyson. Okay, so I now, now you've said teeth. that. Can I tell you something? Now you've said that. I am starting to get an idea of how annoying that is now because yeah. the, the, s- having to stay away from certain foods, that sounds like a problem. Like life. even like, you know, like even certain foods, right, where you hear that snap where you break, like first, make, take that first bite, yeah? Yeah. Like a sandwich, something as simple as a sandwich. What, what have you got in the I'm sandwich? The what, what have you got in the sandwich to make it well, snap? Well, I, I haven't got in the fucking sandwich. It's cucumber, mate. Okay. Cucumber? I, if I, Cucumber if, is, mate, is a problem. If I, if I took a bite out of a sandwich with a big old lump of cucumber in it, right? Yeah. I would, the cucumber would be like impaled on this massive fucking front tooth. Right. And everything else would be in my mouth. So what, you'd, like, you'd, you'd pull away from the sandwich and the whole the whole slice of cucumber would come out in a hole, yeah, yeah. just sort of speared yeah. by that front tooth. No, just, just You're like, like a narwhal, like aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm genuinely, I'm like, fucking hell, man. Skewered like, by I, my, your tusk. The, if, the way I hold my mouth. Yeah, that's hor- I mean, that's horrible. You look like a... Uh, well, you look like, um, what was that, Emma Thompson movie? Nanny McPhee. <laughs> I look like fucking Nanny McPhee. I need a couple of balls on my nose and a fucking... <laughs> I, I will say this. I didn't need another thing on my fucking face to go wrong. No. <laughs> I really didn't. I've even started now just like training because I'm like, if I'm going to look like a redneck for the rest of my life, I need to look at least, I can't be a fat guy with one big tooth. But hold on, was the guy saying that this is your fault or something? What what happened? Like, so is he not sorting it out? Yeah, he's going to sort it out, but he wants to, he, I, there's talk about an invisible brace. We're talking about that at the moment. Okay, fine. I mean, to be fair to you, he was actually a very pleasant guy and I'm, I'm giving, he was a very good, good guy. I actually really enjoyed his company up until uh, the, um, the, the big tooth. So, so I've got, I've got a bit of a, a phobia of dentists, right? And uh, yeah, but everyone says this, right? Yeah, but so so I was looking, I went looking for a dentist because there are dentists that deal with nervous patients. You know that they're <laughs> oh my god, right? So what you, no, I love what, you, but please, like, I genuinely am. Yeah, go on, no, go on, like, go on, put your boot in. Well, like that's just a friend, a, like a very, one of your best mates has just shared a fucking anxiety he's got, and you're about to put the boot in. Go on, no, why just... am I a prick for that? Go on. It's not you're a prick, but it's like a bit of a cowardly custard on a basis that you've got to like... Did you tell Lisa you were doing this? Listen, there is nothing I can tell Lisa that will make me less alluring and attractive to her. So, yes, I <laughs> so, did tell her. <laughs> I, can't, like, I love you to death, genuinely. Like, I, I'd have to work so hard to find someone I love as much as you, and I, I hope my wife doesn't hear that. But, <laughs> like, the thought of you going through like the internet and going on Google and finding a, and then just calling up a dentist and so I'm going... Hello, Rose Queen uh, Dentist. And you're like, hi, are you the dentist for nervous patients? Um, can I tell you something? <laughs> if I'd Googled them and then I phoned them up, I wouldn't then ask them if they were the, if they'd answered the, <laughs> if they'd answered. <laughs> yeah, 
Rose Grandin. It's not a Simpsons episode. Yeah, but they say, but they, 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 they say, go, hi, the, the dentist for nervous patients. No, but, but if, if, if the dentist is called like uh, Pussy Dentist or whatever, and then they answer the phone saying Pussy Dentist, I'm not going to go. <laughs> That's a this... whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought. I don't know why I freestyled that name. Anyway. Oh no 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 no! The name's confusing. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's um, this is actually a dentist for 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 people with vaginal teeth. Sorry. <laughs> it's quite rare. It's quite. Oh, you're you're trying because you're a coward and you can't see dentists. <laughs> so anyway, that's Mark's special. So anyway, I looked. Up, I found a dentist right that was that's that's good for cowardly custards, and. Um, yeah. So I, they said to me that, that they'd look after me, right? So I went to this dentist and the guy, really nice bloke, right? And, and they've got, they, they do it all. They've got speakers in the chair. You can have whatever music you want on and oh, stuff nice. like that, right? So anyway, I had to have a root canal, right? Which well, is... In all fairness, yeah, yeah. I feel bad now. Which is... No, no, it's all right. You, 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 you said what you want to say. Don't start backtracking now. So I had to have a root canal, right? So root canal, have you had one before? Wait, wait. I actually think this might be the ASOS delivery. Oh, for fuck's sake. Go on. <laughs> Two seconds. I've never seen someone buzz so much for a tracksuit. Where are we? 20 minutes in. The lack of professionalism. Was that... Was that it's here. Was it's, that the ASOS here. delivery? It's here. So now you yeah, can relax, yes. can you? We can relax. And also, by the way, what a strange situation where the delivery driver has got to take a picture of me. So I'm from the top window looking down in my house and he said to take the picture of me with the ASOS parcel looking up with his phone like that so he could see me in the background of it I know it's... I want a copy of that picture what were you chatting to him is that why you were talking to him I thought you were just having a chat because you're a bit like desperate for sort of no, social I interaction get on all my delivery drivers and me on first name terms okay I mean, it's a weird thing to sort of say with such pride but um... uh, I take pride in knowing people's name that was Quinn what's Quinn like nice guy right. brilliant delivery driver one of the best you could ever what makes a good me. delivery driver in your opinion uh, very polite, um, has a little bit of a laugh, gave him a card at Christmas. You uh, gave him a card at Christmas? Yeah, yeah. Did it have money in it? No, yeah, money in it. Just like, hey, Quinn, thanks for all your deliveries. And, I mean, you know. did you, can I tell you something? Let me just say something now. Couldn't have meant less oh. to Quinn. Uh, <laughs> if you're not putting a bit of fucking cash in it, what's the point? I'm not putting cash in it. He's, he's one of the only people who's fucking profited from this fucking <laughs> lockdown situation. He's doing better than I am. <laughs> Anyway, I'm getting this. I'm getting this root canal, right? Right. And uh, and it's it's like I've got to have my mouth like rocked wide, like properly, like I'm up. My head's yeah. almost upside down, right? This is where he's got to get to. Anyway, so the guy's chatting to me. He's a nice bloke. Midway through, right? Midway through him doing the root canal, I've got this like fucking rod stuck into my into my jaw. He just goes, "Oh shit!" Right. Oh, what? And I was like, and he goes, oh, shit, oh, shit. Right? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, right? Bearing in mind, I've chosen yourself. this dentist specifically for my nervous disposition, right? <laughs> he goes, oh, God, oh, shit, man. Right? And then, and then, like, sort of moves away from me. And I was thinking, is it, has this guy found something in my skull that he has never seen before, right? <laughs> Anyway, he, he doesn't tell me what's going on. He doesn't say anything. He's just going, oh, man, oh, fuck. And so I eventually, without being told to, I just sit up to see what the fuck's going on, right? Next to me, on the, you know, they've got the, the table of, like, instruments yeah. and shit like that. Next to me, on that table of instruments, is a pigeon. 
right? What? It is. <laughs> what the fuck? It has got in through the roof tiles Ow. or something. I've got no idea, right? And this guy is as scared of pigeons as I am of dentists, right? Oh, so, so he's junkie. like freaking out at the back of the room. And he goes, mate, you're going to have to deal with this. I said, I am not dealing with shit, mate. I'm, I'm already dealing with everything I'm prepared to deal with in this situation. Okay. Also, if you think I'm going to continue with this appointment with these pigeon stained instruments, you're absolutely dreaming. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Anyway, it wasn't that geezer's fault, but I never went back to that dentist again. Man. Of course you didn't. He's the fucking worst dentist. I mean, he's worse. Like my guy was actually very, very fucking like, he was very sort of like sensual and fucking decent and like caring. Like your guy sounds like a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's that literally should not be fucking allowed to dentist license. And I think, I hope you left a scathing review. No, I didn't actually. I didn't. Know. What? You, this is what, this is sometimes a thing with you, right? What do you mean? Is that what you should, what you should have done there is thought, oh, I'm a real, I'm a nervous patient. I'm a terrified patient, right? There's going to be other people like me. These people have got pigeons and fucking probably rats and mice running around their fucking <laughs> dentist facilities. And now you've got other nervous people who are slipping into the same thing. And, it, you know, that is literally, mate, I, I think you should even now go, but how long ago was it? Uh, Maybe like four years ago. No, oh, that's probably too late now. Yeah. I don't know when, when, when how long until. Well, how long? Well, I, I don't know how long a sort of reporting a, a pigeon incident at dentist. I don't know what the la- the time lapse of that is. I don't know when that expires in terms of. I think you can do six to eight months after right. staying at a shitty hotel or restaurant. Mm-hmm. You can do a review. But I mean, what you've been through is actually, I mean, have you been back to a dentist? I have, yeah. Since? Yeah. Did you go to a normal one? No, I went to, I found another, another one for anxious people. How many nervous dentists are there? There's there? loads. There's loads. Really? Yeah. What do they do? Do they give you like a foot rub or a head massage? Well, you know, like, you, you know, some dentists you go to and they're quite, um, they're quite blunt with you about what's got to be done. Yeah. And, and, you know, like they don't, yeah. they don't sort of consider it. They, they, like these dentists, they're, they're, the way they deliver information is a lot more gentle. They, they'll say to you, they'll sort of schedule the treatments to based on what you think you can handle in one go or whatever. You know, there's all these little things that they do, you know. Why are you... As I'm saying this, you, you asked me the question. As I'm saying it, I can see the sort of contempt <laughs> building up in your face. No, it's just like, yeah, you know, I can just imagine you sort of like going, obviously today we're not going to go too far with anything, Ramesh. Um, well, it's, we, we're not going to go any further than you want us to go. Sorry, well, I'm not... Uh, it's, it's a dentist for nervous patients. It's not ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got a picture of like a nurse holding your hand. like You're like a kid who's pissed his pants at fucking first break. <laughs> Just trying to fucking maraud around, trying to find you a pair of tracksuit belt bottoms to wear for the rest of the day. You're just turning around and going, you know what, uh, it would be nice if I'm having this done, someone would just brush my hair. <laughs> We've got a kid in there, he's uh, he's pissed his pants. He's just waiting for his mum to pick him up. Just before before you go in and talk to him, just to let you know, he fucking reeks of garlic. <laughs> the kid in there just smells of garlic and piss. <laughs> garlic in your eye. Absolutely terrified of everything. Now, listen, bro. Um, I want to know. There's something we haven't talked. We're supposed to talk about this on the last episode, but as usual, we sort of got digressed. We got diverted. Um, 
This re- what is what is this wrestling thing that's going on with you, mate? You and Freddie, right? It's, it's the coolest thing. So we and Freddie were tweeting. I'll be the, the judge week, of that. Uh, mate, go on. During the yeah, I think if you you don't think this is amazingly cool, then yeah, there's something wrong with you. You need your head examined. Um, me and Freddie were tweeting during the NXT WWE wrestling the other day, and uh, then it sort of broke into a bit of store because we offered out the sort of tag team champions of the UK. Uh, and then it, Shawn Michaels from the so Rockers. You, so hold on, to... Fre- so Freddie was watching the wrestling late one night or something, right? Yeah, and then, and then tagged you in a tweet saying these guys are yeah. a pair of pussies. And I jumped on there. I was like, yeah, yeah I, was watch- I was watching it as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then it was quite a sort of. We, we got a little bit of grief from the wrestling fraternity, but then WWE and NXT got in touch and were like, look, we you potentially be up for doing something. And then Shawn Michaels from the Rockers offered us out on mm. Twitter, which mm. was incredible. Like I was like, wow, this is. I mean, he the, his end. I mean, wrestlers are cool, right? At the end of his thing, he just said, "Um, I'm I'm uh, leaving that statement unchallenged." But yeah, go on. Wrestlers are cool. Carry on. Well, you better leave it unchallenged because otherwise, I'll be putting you on a suplex. <laughs> You've never sounded cooler. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> At the end, Shawn Michaels goes, "Um, I mean, after you've done that, you can come out here, and then we'll see how the rubber meets the road." I was like, "Wow, what a fucking so, cool thing to say!" Is that is that was that like a PR thing? Or are you actually going to wrestle? We're going to do it. You know me, Romesh. You know me for a long time. If I do anything, I do it a thousand percent and more. You know, I will go into this. Can I just say one as... of my one of my biggest bugbears, and and it comes from watching Cheryl Cole on X Factor when people say you're giving it a hundred and ten percent or whatever, a thousand percent. It's so annoying. You give a hundred percent. I'm the opposite. I actually think Cheryl Cole is one of the most fucking amazing human beings. I'm not. No, hold on. I wasn't slagging off Cheryl Cole. Don't. Don't. This is what I'm talking about. You, you're making it like I'm having to go at Cheryl Cole. I'm having to go at that specific thing. Okay. You know what Cheryl Cole taught me is a hundred percent is not enough. I mean, <laughs> I just, and you can quote that. You can quote that. A hundred percent is not enough. Okay. I, I, I don't, actually, if you know what, if I if I was to be able to say anything to Cheryl. Tweedy or just Cheryl, I think she calls herself now. Uh, I would say to Cheryl, listen, mate, call your book hundred percent is not enough. What call your autobiography that? So I don't I, I don't that. actually I don't actually think that's a great thing to tell people. hundred percent is not what? enough. I, I I just sort of think this do you not think we're in this kind of thing of like hustle and grind and all this shit? hundred percent is not enough. I just it's just fucking whatever you can give is enough, isn't it? Why do we have to, like, 100% is the absolute fucking maximum do you, that so you can we, give. So and, then, and, then, and then somebody in in what is supposed to be motivation says, by the way, 100 but just so you know, the absolute maximum that you can give, which is 100% mathematically, that's not enough, just so you know. Yeah, but in that case, this we go back to something I said, I think, in episode one or two, is like, why go over 100 with numbers? Like, okay, okay Tom, right. Tom, Tom, listen, can I say it's so far away from that. What we're it's talking not, about, though, what it? we're talking about, is absolutely not what you're talking about, right? Right. What I'm saying to you is right. If, if there was a time in the world where 100 was a maximum of everything, like the, the lofty heights of when, like, I don't know if it was cavemen or what, where they were doing the writing on the wall and they got to 100, and they were like, "Fucking hell!" We thought 30 was crazy, but this is mad, and like well, they've named it all right. And then they should have. And then at that point in life, 100 percent was enough. That was enough. No, but but no, no, numbers this... are not numbers are not percent. Do you understand? Yeah, but everything's percent. This is what you don't get. Like everything in a way is percent, right? You have to give the percentage of the right. Look, 
I would never be as stupid to turn to you and say, give a million percent, because that's fucking crazy. But a thousand percent is what you should be doing in the way that we live in. What like, the fuck are like, you talking about? A thousand percent is just as crazy as a million percent. Mate, it's inflation, Ramesh. That's what I'm probably trying to say. Like, the percentages of life have get, like grown. Like, mate, look, 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 look. First of all. When before... counting was first done, right, and I don't know who first counted, was the first person to come up with 100, right? Life was simple. If you had one loaf of bread between 30 of you, you were cracking on, you were doing all right. Right? You didn't have houses and ASOS orders and loads of different stuff coming in. Like, this thing is inflation. So the actual idea that the percentage that you live your life and how you push yourself has to be more uh, than t- it was. Tom, you've, like, you've just said 12 things that have no connection with each other at all. And you've just put it into a, a sentence and, and, and made it sound like an argument, but it isn't. If your son came up to you tomorrow, one of your boys, and he just went, you know what, I'm really proud of myself. Yes, Yesterday I gave, like, I played football and I gave it, you know, 250%. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, say to him, what, the f- what, what are you talking about? It's like I listened to the podcast. I thought Tom made a lot of sense. <laughs> First of all, before we get emails in, you can get more than 100%. I'm, I'm aware of that, okay? But I'm talking about giving 100% of yourself to something. You know? Yeah, well, I just think that I think that if someone said to me, if right, if me and you were like playing tennis together, right? It was me and you playing a double game of doubles tennis and we we're playing a couple of other guys. Uh, I imagine what we'd do is you'd play, you play the first couple of games with me and then you get on your Insta stories, try and get all hungry for somebody sort of involved in the world of sports that you can sort of network your way up the tennis world. And then eventually I'll get a phone call from you going, oh, I'm fucking having a little knockabout of Andy Murray. I can't meet up with you anymore. No, but no, it's me and you versus two other like jocks, right? Right. And you turn to me and I'm like, bloody old Romans, just like, fucking run the back line, mate. Run the back line. Yeah. And then you turn and I'm like, I'm giving it a hundred percent. I'm giving it a hundred percent. I want, I need more from you. Than a hundred percent, yeah, and you'd be asking me to do something that I cannot do, and nobody can do. So it's an insane thing to say. It's it's actually what you are saying to me is you are not good enough. That's what you're saying. Yeah, all right, fair enough. What I probably say to you, mate. Well, well, you know what it feels to me that you're giving me sixty three percent. Fine, okay. You, now you... that, okay. Now listen, we might disagree whether that's the case, but now we're actually having a conversation. You could say to me, I don't think you're giving hundred percent. You might believe that's 100%, but you ain't giving it. I'm telling you, okay. you've got more in you. Well, right? so when I get to, when, what I meant was when we get into the wrestling, right, I will give it, I will give it 1,000%, but in your percentage ways, because maybe my percentages are bigger than yours. No, but that, Tom, 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 Tom. For your limit, no, for, right, limitation wise, maybe my 1,000% is the same as your 100%. So that actually makes you better. So you should be proud of yourself. No, because well, got... no, I can't be proud of something that makes absolutely no fucking sense at all. I think for me, like on something like this, it is just the way I think. Yeah, I don't want to do this because I... I know how you feel about it. But I do think let's just go out to the listeners and see what they think. <laughs> okay, fine. I think that's fine. Way... Can, can, guys, can you email in and tell me what you think of this percentage argument? And I'm sure what will happen is we'll get a thousand emails saying Tom's absolutely correct. And then I'll have to come back on here next week and I'll see you fucking hard on in hand waiting for the result of that vote. Just, just going at it a thousand percent. So when I get into the wrestling world, I yeah. will give it everything. I, like, let's just say I'll give it everything I've got. So yeah, I want to, which is a hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to go down that road. I wish, I wish, I, 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 I wish I hadn't sounded so passionate about it because it just makes me sound like such a fucking nerd, doesn't it? You know, you you sound more 
upset about that than the pigeon that landed in your face in the dentist. Well, it's four years ago now. I've had had time to sort of process it. Four years' time, you'll turn around and go, actually, maybe I overreacted to the thousand percent. I mean, the idea that you think we'll still be talking in four years' time staggers me. (laughs) Uh, No, I will give the rest of the thing everything I've got, and I will get in the ring. All right. And I will just, yeah. And me and Freddie together, we're, we're talking about potentially tag team, but I'll probably also do some single matches as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, good luck yeah, with that, man. Um, well, you know what I was thinking is whether you wanted to be, you know, like um, The Undertaker had um, uh, Paul Bearer with him, like a manager character. Mm-hmm. You could be like, sort of like my manager. <laughs> Why do you look so disappointed? I'm just sort of thinking it's like, um, do you know when, uh, when I was a kid, uh, every now and again, I'd be going out and my little brother would want to come out and, and play with me and my mates. And then I'd say, oh, you can like, um, how about you carry the the cricket bat? And he'd be like, yeah, thank you. know, like the, basically it's the task that you give the, the, the guy yeah, that you don't yeah, really yeah. want to be there. No, no. That's what, that's there. what I, I feel did... like, that's what I feel like you're doing. No, right but you, you could be like, you could just be like sort of in the corner and sort of like rev me up and going, you can get him, you know, destroy him. Give a hundred percent, whatever you, you shout. And then every now and again, like I'd sort of throw them into the ropes, and you'd sort of pull their leg or something. Yeah, okay. Like quite sneak. We, we, we'll quite... Talk about it. I, I, I sort of, I, I think that you could have sold it better to me. Like for example, you cannot ever seem to do my voice without putting that kind of nasally twang on it, even when you're inviting <laughs> no. me to do something with you. <laughs> no, I just think it'd be cute if you're there mm. and you're in the corner. Like you know, you could even do like say with the spicy mackerel. Like, remember Mankind used to have that sock he used to put into people's face? Yeah. You could have like, Okay, the, so um... what, I, what I don't think that I'm going to be doing is being a South Asian origin <laughs> wrestling manager whose special move is is putting curried mackerel in people's faces. <laughs> I just think it's a funny story that you've got there, and it could be just a sort of like... Yeah. Or you could just tickle people. I could hold them down and you just it doesn't feel them. That doesn't feel very 2021, to be honest with you. All right. We can think about it. We're, I'm spitballing. But okay. Have, if you text me some email, ideas of like special moves and stuff or costumes, you might want to wear. Sure. I'll send you, some, I'll, I'll send you like a mood board a bit later on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinterest thing. <laughs> right. Do you want some emails? Yes, boy. Okay. So... Um, uh, we've got emails on various little bits of stuff that we were talking about from last week, okay. right? So, uh, first of all, uh, we've got an email from Liz May. Hi, Liz. Um, and Liz says, uh, her email is titled, Little Mermaid, Stalker or Romantic. So this is, you and I were talking about, we were talking about you getting in touch with people and you in particular yeah, getting yeah. in touch with this guy from Married at First Sight. And then we started arguing, not arguing, yeah. we had a discussion as friends. Yeah. About Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. This is what this is her take on it. It's a 50-50 yeah. from me. I agree with Tom that it was a good analogy. The Little Thank Mermaid. You, Thank you, Liz. Um, but the reason I agree is that Ariel is a total stalker. So in that way, I agree with Rom. Wow. Also, wow. it goes totally she... pear-shaped for her pretty early on. So if anything, it should be serving as a cautionary tale for Tom. Don't meet your celebrity idol or crush because he'll leave you for a sea witch. Wow. Um, it wow. then says, and I think this might be the most exciting part of the email for you, cheers from New Zealand. Oh, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I thought you'd like that. Our first correspondence from New Zealand. I believe so, yeah. That's exciting, isn't it? Mm. How, how do you feel about that? 
Uh, I mean, it's been a while since I felt anything, really. But uh, it's nice. And, I mean, also, because you sort of broke the top off, um, this is actually the highlight of my week. The thing that made me so friggin' happy is, I think, on Monday, Romesh texted me a picture, uh, and it was a picture of a scene from Married at First Sight Australia. And I was like, my G has cracked open the can that is the greatest show on planet Earth at the moment. Um, now, I am very, very early on on this show. So I'll tell you where I've got to. And uh, okay. I, I have got to the first episode where they start following on honeymoon. Right, so yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's not too bad. You, you, I mean, they're long episodes. You're an hour, oh, you're mate, it's insane. Because, like, because yeah. you know, when you said to me, "Oh, um, like try and catch up," I was like, "Yeah, I didn't realize that these were ninety-minute eps." I mean, it's it's pretty it's full insane. On, and you know what? You're enthralled through the whole thing, right? Oh, mate, it's like you think that's a fucking movie. Yeah, every week is a or every day is a movie. Um, so much to come. This week there was an episode which was almost like the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. Really? Mate, I was like, no one is safe. No one. I was like genuinely on the edge of my seat. I was like, friggin' heck. Can I like, Can I just talk a little bit about, bearing in mind I don't know how he goes on to develop, but I just want to talk yeah. about Dino uh, <laughs> for a minute, if yeah. I may. Now, okay. Dino is uh, of Indian origin, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a meditation facilitator. I think his job is. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about this with Lisa yesterday. I um, I find, <laughs> I, I find Dino. And listen, you might know that Dino develops into. So I find Dino, sort of asshole, clenchingly cr- cringeworthy. Right, you know, in sort of yeah, his yeah. kind of his whole vibe. <laughs> and that- <laughs> every time he speaks, I've got to be honest with you. I find it almost unbearable, right? I, I feel harsh saying this, right? Every season that I've watched of this, and I've watched all of them, I'm just showing off a bit. There. How does this compare couple, to? Yeah, how does this compare to the other seasons? If I'm going to be honest, at first I was like, well, I'm not sure. Right. This week has just blown me away. Okay, like to the point where every day I'm like, fucking hell, man, roll on seven, and I'm watching it in real time. Sure. I'm watching it with the adverts and shit because mm. I can't even wait for that stuff sure. to fucking crack in. Sure. And do you know what I do? Is I now I video the. Um, I video uh, Junior Bake Off just so I have a little bit of something chilled after where it's a little bit of decency and good humanity. Harry Hill's amazing on that. And I just find that after because it's this week is ramped up, man. There, it's And <laughs> I feel a bit for Dino and Mel. I mean, you're going to catch up hopefully. Mm. And but Dino and Mel are they're, 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 they're a couple I find a bit like if you're at a dinner party with them, you'd be like, oh, fucking hell. Uh, can I ask you a I couple of talk- questions about it? Hit it, hit so, for, so for people that don't know, Married at First Sight is this thing where these people who, for whatever reason, want some help with finding a life partner. Yeah. So they submit themselves to this process. And these um, experts, uh, all of whom I find intensely fucking annoying, by the way. To, 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 to What? I love them. I think they're amazing. Are you being serious? I love serious? John. I think I really enjoy them. I love John. Okay, I think fine, he's so spiritual. Fine, fine. Well, it's just... I mean, that's probably where I'm coming. That's actually, that's on me because these people are trying to help people find love. The fact that I would criticize them and say I find them really annoying probably says something about my dark heart more than any of any of them. So anyway, yeah. that these people submit themselves to this process, right? And um, they get paired up. And then, and then for te- is it a 10-week experiment, right? 10-week experiment. Okay, so here are my yeah. questions. 
uh, or my question, my main question is, can you bail at any point from this no. 10 weeks? So you can't bail unless you both, both you and your wife both turn around or you and your husband both turn around and say leave at the commitment ceremony. Okay. Uh, so every week there's a commitment ceremony. Right. And uh, you, you basically are asked if you want to stay or go. And you both had to say go. Or you both. So if if one stay. of you, sorry, so if one of you says go and the other one doesn't, the other one's just yeah. Then you're what trapped? Yeah, mate. Wait, wait till that happens. It will blow your mind. Okay. It will, and then you'll actually see this, the the experts and see them for how, how okay. incredible they are. So have you seen much of Matthew on there? No, Matthew, I've not seen uh, now, now, yeah. now Matthew. Um, Listen, if you're about to watch Married at First Sight, we're about to talk about this quite openly. And so, you know, I don't want you to ruin it for you. Matthew is 19. Is that right? No, no, he's 29. Oh, tw- no, he's t- oh, Christ. Yeah, he's 29. He's 29. <laughs> Matthew is 29. And uh, his big secret is, or his big reveal is that he's a virgin, right? Yeah. Now, he's I a don't, good looking guy yeah, as well. He's now, got a sick body. Now, I don't know why, but I, I, I was totally thrown by the way you just said that. What? What? Like he's a really good looking guy. He's got a sick body. Were you doing that deliberately? Creep- no, no, no. Like- he has got an incredible body. Right, okay. Wait till you see him. I think in episode four or five, he's got his top off. Okay. I mean, there's a. I, I-, <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell people when I laugh like this, by the way, that yeah. is because of Romesh's expression. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me laughing at myself. It's I look at Romesh's face and it. It's just the sheer horror of what I've just said. Um, just. I'm, so anyway, so anyway, look, I don't know anything else about him, right? I've only seen yeah. him in the first thing, and we and, and I'm about to watch the episode where he has his wedding. What I will tell you, it's very you, sweet. By the way, I, I let me just clarify saying, I really like Matthew, right? And actually, I I don't know how you felt, and I, I found it really uneasy. You know, when they had the lads' night, yeah, and they sort of throw him under the bus a bit. Yeah, they, but you know what? Bit... I, I think that's what blokes do, mate. You, you know, like, yeah, you yeah, and yeah. I both know, because basically what happens is in the beginning, the night before, is this the first time they've done this, right? This, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is the, first time so the night before, that. all the women are in a, a, a having like a hen do together. They've only just met for the first time. And all the blokes do it as well. Blokes in a group are the, is the most oh. savage, disgusting, yeah. horrendous, insensitive situation you can ever find yourself in. And so this poor guy, everybody's talking about what are you going to do on the first night, man? I'm going to absolutely fucking smash it. You know, I'm going to fucking yeah. absolutely go for it. And then this guy's just been very quiet. And I can't remember he, who... No, the, 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 bit, the, the bit where they sense blood, which I really felt for him, is yeah. when he didn't drink. Yeah. As soon yeah, as he walked yeah. in there and he, and he was like, oh, yeah, what do you want a beer? And he said, oh, I'll just have a water. And then they just all were like, what are you drink, mate? You know, and he was the last to come. I mean, I think genuinely production-wise... They were pretty shitty. There. I mean, no, no, for... not shitty. They knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they were sending they Nemo the, into a shark's yeah, bed. They want the teetotal virgin to yeah. turn up last. 100%. So tell you, you know who was the most relieved? Dino, when that happened. Yeah. Because See he... Dino's face. Yeah. Dino was like, oh, mate, I'm going to get fucking annihilated here. Nothing can save me. Hi, my name's Matthew. I don't drink and I'm a virgin. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Yeah. Come yeah. here. Hey, it come in fucking... here, you pathetic little V-plate. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, listen, what I would say is that if you're not watching Married at First Sight Australia, get involved. It, Can I just say to you as well? Yeah, go on. From what I know, mate, what I'm thinking, I think you've, you haven't seen Bronson and Innes, have you? No. Yeah, you've got all the best couples to come and you haven't seen Sam and Elizabeth. So all the best couples come in and you've got the honeymoon oh, episode and then you've got a mate, like that's where, mate, that's where it cranks up right. and you're like, well, look, I, I, I love it so far. So uh, I, mate, it gets better and better. All right. 
Okay, our next email. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, this is from Zach. Okay. Zach. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, big fan of the podcast. Can I just say something quickly? Go on. Go on. If I could change my name to anything, it would probably be Zach. I quite really like, I like the name Zach. I thought it was Jeremiah. Yeah, I love Jeremiah, but just listening to the way you said Zach, mm. I'd fucking love it every time I see you. Like, yo, Zach. I wouldn't say yo. I don't say yo, Tom, do I? So what, suddenly, because your name is Zach, I'm starting saying yo. I just think it'd be like, can you imagine in a place where like, people would be like, oh my God, what were you, What did you do last night, Rob? And you're like, oh, fucking up, me and Big Zach. Just I don't know together. if we'd be friends if you were called Zach. We would definitely be friends. Rob and Zach. Rob and Zach. Zach. By the way, that's Everyone not was... that's nothing against Zach. I think Zach's a great name, and actually, I love Zach. One of the things, uh, one of the things uh, as a teacher that makes it quite difficult when you're trying to think of names for your kids is is knowing kids with those names that sort of knowing human bit... beings with bad yeah. names. And so, and actually, I've got to say, most of the Zachs I came up against uh, in my uh, teaching career cool were, great, were great kids. So I'm a big fan of Zach. I just don't think you've got a Zach vibe about you. Re- I think I could smash a Zach. You, people would be like, oh, fucking Big Zach's fucking cool as fuck, man. I wonder if actually, now, now that you've said that, it's quite an interesting point. I wonder if, if your name was Zach, you would be a different person personality-wise. Do, do you I think you are, man. Because, because I've got a friend called Kieran Hawks. Kieran Hawks is like the coolest fucking guy I've ever met. Right. How could he not be? He's yeah, like yeah, Kieran yeah. Hawks. Yeah, I do think. Because like, like, also, imagine if your parents called you Zach, that means your pet because they get they called you Tom, right? There's nothing wrong with Tom. Yeah. Tom's a, but what I mean is Tom is Tom is a very average. It's name orthodox. For, that's an orthodox yeah. naming strategy, right? Whereas Zach, that suggests yeah. that they're thinking like a bit more outside the box, which might mean that the way they bring you up is a little bit more outside the. You know, you could be yeah. a completely but different you, dude, right? That that basically just means that when your parents are looking at you and you're literally in the, the your your utmost infancy, yeah. They look at you and go, I don't think he, he's got it in him to handle a name like Zach. No. My sister's called Beth, not even Elizabeth. That's a cool name. Mm. Beth is like, at that time, you know, it's like your kid. You've got a kid called Theo. That's a fucking epic name. Mm. To call a kid that, you know, that is a fucking cool name, Theo. Yeah. He's fucking, he's, he'll, Theo, I bet Theo's fucking, he, Theo doesn't give two shits about anything. He can walk, he can literally walk between the raindrops. Yeah. I he's wish, chilled, he, did, I wish cool. he did give more of a shit about stuff sometimes, though. <laughs> Particularly, it, you, know, your fault. you gave him Theo as particularly a name. earning the respect of his father. I wish he cared about that a bit. Yeah, but then what is like your name is Romish, right? It's like I mean, Romish is so you. I just couldn't imagine you literally with any like you could you tell people now. Oh, I couldn't remember. Imagine Thomas like his name being Zach or yeah, uh, even Theo. I think I'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you wish you you could bring yourself to be Thierry. Of I'd love the name Thierry. Oh, I would love the name Thierry. Yeah, yeah, but the thing it's is, the problem is, it? is that Thierry Davis is quite good. Thierry Ranganathan. Thierry Ranganathan's a sick. Oh, mate, by the way, your surname is fucking. I remember when I first heard your surname, I was like, "Come wait to meet this guy, but he's gonna be so fucking cool." <laughs> but your name has made the coolest sound in fucking Ranganathan is a fucking the coolest sounding show in England. I had to change my name to another average name to make a show, King Gary. <laughs> When I made up a name for myself, yeah. right, I even had so little opinion of what I could carry off as an actor, yeah. I called my character Gary. No offense to Gary's because I've got a lot of good friends called Gary. Yeah. But that's, I think, and I think I'm batting a little, that's me re- ratchet, reaching my maximum. Mm. Sleet. Sleet in Murder and Successful was called Des. Des Sleet. Yeah. If the show was called King Zach, 
That's a very different yeah. show, isn't it? Some guy's got yeah, magic yeah. powers or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Zach's email says, loved the episode this week, especially the bits about the cinema as I used to work at one. Oh, cool. Tom is so right about the popcorn and cheese sauce. It was so popular when I worked there. Getting a cheeky pot of cheese sauce to dip their popcorn in was a popular choice. Now, oh, well, I didn't know you could do that. Wow. Yeah. Now, let me just say something, Zach, because uh, I know what you sort of said is, is, is Tom is so right. Having some popcorn uh, with some and asking for some cheese sauce is one thing, right? And, I, and you know, obviously you can get cheese popcorn and that's a nice thing. What I'm saying is Tom's story about getting nacho and cheese and if you remember how he described it, he put that into his mouth. He chewed it up a little bit. He said it was like a washing machine. And then he would throw some popcorn in there to give himself a vibrant taste explosion or whatever. That, that's what my issue is with, right? I've got no, I don't, I'm not contesting the fact that cheese sauce might be nice with popcorn. I'm talking about a man sort of using his mouth like some sort of culinary cement mixer. That that's what I sort of took issue with. I think you're just jealous. That's what I what, think it is. Why am I jealous of what? Because you can't you can't get that sweet sweet cheese sauce. <laughs> so it's like something you'll never be able to have. Just sort of like you, you're looking yonder and just thinking, oh, like you see my mouth just chewing and sort of my eyes just lusting, and you're like, oh, what well, I wish I could just have that taste explosion. Mm. So it sort of made you sort of like you're a bit like the dragon in uh, in Shrek. How am I like the dragon in Shrek? Well, you just put yourself in a castle on your own and like sort of like burnt everything around you because you can't have the cheese sauce. <laughs> it's such a... <laughs> what the fuck are you talking Oh god. Uh anyway, he goes Zach goes on. Uh, <laughs> okay, go on, Zach. Uh fun fact. One of the most common things we used to find in screens were people's toenails. People oh, would literally mate. people would literally cut or tear them off and leave them in the cup holders. Toenails? Yeah. Toenails. So you want yeah. to take your shoes and socks off? Yeah. Or you're wearing Birkenstocks. Well, fucking hell, I've got more issue with someone who was wearing Birkenstocks. That if you than someone who's just picking their fucking toenails. I can't stand Birkenstocks. I know you've got a pair. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why I've got a pair. Because I fucking agreed to appear in King Gary. That's why I've got a pair, mate. <laughs> you get them. You stole those from <laughs> no, Sam. I don't fuck off. <laughs> I'll have to ask costume if they're still there. <laughs> Let me see something. Your costume. The, Tom get putting me in King Gary, which I'm absolutely delighted by. By the way, I think King Gary, as you know, Tom, I'm I'm honoured to be part of it. To to turn up on the first day of, of of my filming, and to then emerge from the trailer in the outfit they've chosen for me to see Tom and his fucking gang of cronies waiting outside because they're so excited about seeing what I'm going to look like in these clothes. Married <laughs> at first sight. Me and the lighting boys, a couple of gaffers, big Jimmy. <laughs> hey, let's get him out here and those fucking Birkenstocks. Um, and then he finishes off by saying, people do crazy stuff in the cinema. Quite a few times, adults would literally take a crap in the urinals. What? It was mental. 
see that I've never been to a cinema like that. That's like someone's. Where's Zach from? Does he say? Um, no, he doesn't. He just says. Uh... That's why I miss letters. That's why I miss letters. What do you mean? Want a letter? You put your fucking address and shit on it. We so don't you know where the do. person. You don't yeah, have... no, but it's there's you have an idea of the person you can pay, pay at the moment. Like Zach's cool, and I like Zach, he's a decent guy. But I just want to know where there's a cinema with people shitting in your idols. Mm. It's disgusting, yeah. Um, well, he said um, it's only happened, a f- I mean, he said it's, it happened a few times, certainly wouldn't judge the town, uh, or him <laughs> based on the fact that I'm some fucking, some fucking lunatics just, have shat in a year. Do you urinal. think it's just one person, or someone's turned around and said, Oh, I just shit in the urinal, it's fucking cool. Well, I don't know what's more disturbing, if it's a common thing that loads of people do, if it's one person that keeps doing it repeatedly. I mean, yeah, it's both pretty yeah. sad. Look, Tom, it's, um, it's about that time. Um, I don't know how you're going to do this, but well, it's well, time for you to What have we talked take... about today? We talked about, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Right. Okay, good. Tom, can you, uh, can you take us home, please? There's many twinkling stars that sit upon the sky. Some of them shine brighter, and you don't really know why. You can look upstairs and look yonder and hope for the best. But there's not really stars that shine as big as the star that is inside you that you have to ignite every time you make that step from your bed and enter a new day. That's the moment you need to look at that star and say, how much percent am I giving this? How much fire am I giving this? Can I give it more? Can I be better? Can I reach the stars that shine so bright in yonder? I'm telling you now, you've got this. You're amazing. Go do it. As Michael Jordan once said, just do it. (laughs) That was really good. Oh, shit. I've got to tell you, have you seen the fucking... What? Man, I can't even remember the guy's name. A guy has done all, has mixed all of these that we've done, summing up with me and you talking, and he's put it to a, a beat, like a streets beat. Oh, really? Is it good? It's incredible. No, yeah. it sounds good. It sounds yeah. like, well, bearing in mind I don't ever feature in this section. I, no, I really, no, no, you I are really one li- of them just going, what are you bloody talking about? <laughs> right, and on that, it will bring it to a close. Thank you so much, Tom. I love you, man. I'll see you next time. (laughs) See you next time, my brother. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.